That's so true. They just built one giant cigarette stick meriton. That everyone reason. lives in, like in Land of the Dead. <laughs> that, that's Brisbane. <laughs> All right, let's start. Let's start the pod. Let's let's start the pod. Welcome to the friendly Jimmy's broadcast. Broadcast. Um, the first segment that we have for today, joint issues embarrassing. Scomo is really, really lost it, and he is embarrassing us on a, on the world stage. Really? Yeah, Macron is. I've misstep. I heard about this. Macron is very pissed at us, and Macron's even bitching. Biden called uh, Scott Morrison's submarine, the Orca submarine handling, clumsy. That is yeah, clumsy. Very, very sad, considering <laughs> that they are the suppliers and they should actually <laughs> be and buttering. And he just pulled us. out of Afghanistan. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> he's he, them, "Oh, Jack, it's something called a smooth landing." And he's under a lot of pressure. Scott. He released text messages he received from Macron to prove that he's not clumsy. Oh my god! Um, Macron Didn't he just release a text of Macron going? Hello, Scott, is the submarine deal still up? Scott, I know you've seen this. <laughs> Scott, don't ghost me. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what happened? Because he was Didn't being... Did he just not release him responding? He was being shady. What was happening was he had committed to the submarine deal with the French and then he wanted to get out of it under US and British sort of guidance towards a nuclear submarine thing. They assumed... That when you're doing that, you let the other party know that you can't buy it from them. But what Scott Morrison was doing was pretending that they're that they're going to continue with the French deal, and then at the end just reject the contract based on like something like, "Oh, look, we didn't like diesel that much," and he thought that was his way to get out of it. But Macron was just like, "You were lying to us throughout this period. We're we're supposed to be your friends." All he had to do was tell him that they can't get the contract because they're going to go with the US or England. But instead he was like, ah, we'll, we'll consider. We're still thinking about it. We're still thinking about it. And then, and then behind the back comes on stage and says, yeah, we're not doing the French one. We're going to buy it from Britain and the US. Completely blindsiding the French. So they have reasons to be pissed off. Mm. In fact, it's only that like he is not a good... Uh, Prime Minister in terms of foreign relations. Have you seen his video at the, uh, the 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 meeting where he's at with all these world leaders? Everyone's pissed off at him because they call. In fact, like if you read international news, New York Times, Washington Post, everyone is writing editorials about how bad Australia is in terms of climate change. So he's under all of this pressure that when he's going to these global conferences with these bigwigs, no one's willing to talk to him. He's looking there for friends and everyone keeps talking amongst each other and no one's wanting to talk to him. And part of the reason is, Story of aside life. from the fact that he's got shit social skills, yeah. uh, they want to like just tell him that he is... Uh, the New York Times called Australia's 2050 carbon neutral plan the worst in the developed nation. Yes, mm. finally. So he's under a lot of scrutiny. But from from even like his best friends like the U.S. that have basically asked him to sign on World uh, World War Three are also pissed off at him because of his climate change plan, um, and <clears throat> and of course the French are pissed off at him because he's a dubious man. I gotta say though, when I saw his response 
to Macron, I thought, that's Scotty from marketing for you. That was smooth. He played it so well to the domestic press because Macron made it very clear. He says, I love the Australian people. I have nothing but respect for them. But to Scott Morrison, I cannot say that this is good friendship. Good friendship is based on trust. This is not trust. And then Scott Morrison came out and just ignored that entirely and came up with his complete inverted narrative of going, I can take the slings and arrows of being a world leader. I've got broad <laughs> shoulders, but I'll be damned if I'll have some frog saying that the Australian people aren't great. <laughs> Say what you will about me. Don't just lay off the Australians, Macron. But that's not what he said. He didn't say it. He didn't say it. But, what like, the press was dog. just like, it was so good. It was, it was just like, you know, frog's legs for breakfast. Scott Morrison t- takes the Frenchies out to, t- like, you know, like, it was just amazing, the response. How does he not get flagged for that? Because that is a very typical authoritarian move. Even when people criticise his plan... He interchanges, that's the Australian way, and I can take anything, but don't criticise the Australian way. We're not. We're talking about your plan. You made it about the Australian way. (laughs) We didn't know about what the Australian way was two days ago. Like, (laughs) you brought it up, and now it's supposed to be, like, fucking constitution that no one can even talk about it. He is, he's... But what would you say if you were Scott Morrison? Well... Look, it depends on what I want to do, because he, what he is doing is, like, very authoritarian... He, he, he's becoming very... Like, I've been reading... Because of law school... I've One been, would say he's a dictator. I've been reading about, like... Um, uh, this case that's happening <laughs> in Australia where they're trying to reveal the national cabinet uh, details and all the... Like, what happened in the national cabinet because um, it's not protected like the cabinet is. Like, the cabinet is a constitutional body where you've got, like, the prime minister and all the uh, ministers that are supposed to form the cabinet. Scott Morrison randomly came up with a new definition that he's going to make a national cabinet, which includes premiers and all those people. And anything that's said in those conferences is also going to be uh, classified. And they're like, wait, only cabinet meetings are classified. You made this body. It can't be classified. Why is it classified? And his response was, because I said so. He recently lost it at the AAT, uh, at the Administrative Appeals Tribunal. Um, uh, this Because the the... the Magistrate also said, thought that you can't decide to make anything cabinet just because you said it was the cabinet. You'll have to release this. People were expecting that the government is going to appeal that decision to avoid it, which was predictable. Their response was, no, nah, we don't have to do anything. They just didn't do anything about it. They haven't even come up with a response to it. <laughs> like, this is some proper third world shit. Do you think that he's going to get away with it? He's going to get away. And his only thing was we're going to make a law that will apply to it retrospectively. So I'm going to make a law now that's going to apply to uh, a decision I made two years ago. That is insane. That is not rule of law. The the cabinet can decide to do it. That's a whole different thing altogether. But it's never a good thing. They're just... I think, it, like, since 2013, whenever the liberals came into power, they've been in power for so long that they actually think that this is North Korea, that they can do anything that they want. I fucking hope to God that they lose this next election because things are getting Just really, really bad. Yeah. Here's, another, yeah. here's another statistic for you. 
freedom of information request, right? Which where like random citizens can ask for freedom of information. The amount of refusals to that has grown by 60%. So the, the liberal government routinely in a majority of the cases reject freedom of information requests based on, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be classified, it's important. You look at the same record under labor governments, look, no government likes freedom of information requests. That's obvious because it kind of goes against what they're doing. But the way the Labour Party handled it was way better. And I'm not just making this up because you look at the number of freedom of information requests granted. It went up by 60% and it keeps growing every... Uh, the, police, uh, the police minister recently refused a freedom of information request about... So someone asked him, can you give us the details of your diary of the appointments that you had because we want to make sure that what, what people you met and if it's in relation to this particular issue. His response was, I'm not going to do that because that's going to take 500 hours. That's it. <laughs> and like, and, and it eventually went into court and the court was like, why would it take 500 hours? <laughs> the reason is he, they think that they can just make up any excuse and because they're the government, no one can do anything about it. Right, 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 uh, it's right. It's just, that is the real dictator story that no one talks about. Yeah. Scott Morrison really was another mark in that decline because he was sort of the emergence of a new faction within the Liberal Party that didn't exist before that. There was always the dries and the wets and then there was these kind of like slimy cats that took over. That sort of, they're, they're in between both. It's actually really interesting. It's like it's, it's the worst faction you could possibly imagine because it's the new wave of Christians where they've just completely eliminated all of the parts of Christianity that are noble. Mm. So the charity, uh, the guilt, all of that is out and is replaced with God wants you to be rich. And those are the people that are in charge now. Damn, They're Steve Harvey's, a government full of Steve, <laughs> Steve Harvey. I, would he be governing any differently? No, aside from family feud, nothing. <laughs> no, yeah, apart from just... Way more charisma. <laughs> and also just anything that... It, if he was saying exactly the same things as Scott Morrison, I'd, I'd probably vote for him. He's, he's Sometimes, you know, pizzazz gets you over the line. Mm. But it is, it's, it's definitely a new turn of events, this guy. You're right. And it's really interesting. I'm glad to note that the entire world... Because it feels like this is how... Uh, the Bush administration was treated when they were going into Kyoto. Same thing. Complete pariahs. Despite the fact that they're the leaders of the planet, the same thing would be happening. He didn't even go. He just got like some ambassador or something to rock up. Completely ignored. In fact, I think it was only Kevin Rudd that came up and spoke to her. And she was so deprived of human <coughs> contact that she said... Thanks for being my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Really I can't sad. remember what her name was, but she was the representative for George Bush where they were saying, like, we're looking into uh, more fuel-efficient cars. That was about it. That mm. was what they brought to Kyoto. And then, obviously, France was like, I cannot do this. I'm not being in the same room. This is mm. disgusting. I'm not doing it. Thanks for being my friend. Yeah. It must be a horrible feeling mm. being a world leader 
and getting shunned, literally being shunned well, by the entire planet. While we're on it, I've got to... <laughs> Above and below ground. Do you reckon, like, even back then, Gaddafi walking up to you with his two golden pistols. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> okay, look, I can't show this to the audience, but look at this. This is... Uh, what I'm looking at is a pedestrian article titled, Please Enjoy This Video of Scott Morrison Trying and Failing to Make Friends at the G20 Summit. Just look how depressing this is. Oh, mad curb. Wow, that was very interesting. It just played the last second of the video. We're just, just watch the video. I'm sorry. It's 30 seconds. It's 30 seconds. It's just got Morrison trying to talk to people at the G20 summit and no one willing to speak with him. Uh, sucked in though seriously i'll put this in the post edit for the youtube version but that's our prime minister didn't matthias corman get that guy in (laughs) (laughs) and this is the other thing i found out today i was i don't know if you guys saw this but uh sam destiari was on kyle and jackie o and he was talking about how scott morrison got his pre-selection ticket from the Shire. Mm. Do you know the story? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is insane. Mm. How is this not an issue? So, so Miss Love, yeah. Scott Morrison, when he got his current t- uh, seat, <clears throat> he was versing this Christian Lebanese man who won the elections 82 to 3. Scott Morrison got three votes what? and he got 82 votes. And Scott Morrison still took that seat. Is that just pork barreling, or he is that contacted a dirt campaign? Yeah, yeah. To tell 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 him about it. Magic dirt. He, he started a a uh, dirt campaign against the guy in the Telegraph. Where look, as as much as like my experiences with defamation, I know that it's just all bullshit. But like, it really did seem extremely defamatory, <laughs> and so obviously he. By the, the way, he won. Was forced to pay out. Yeah, well, he won a hundred thousand dollars for it. Yeah, really? and you and from that, Colin Jackio, you go to that guy's uh, Twitter page, and till this day, his Twitter page describes themselves uh, family man. Also, won the pre-selection ticket from Scott Morrison. How the fuck? What? Yeah, he did. And he, he apparently, apparently Scott Morrison and Sam Dostiari can, was saying this. Uh, Scott Morrison asked the Labour Party for dirt on this guy. Yeah. And Sam Wait, was, he was saying guy? that he prepared the file. Mm. Was he a Labour guy? No, he wasn't. He was. This is cannibalism. Whoa. He was trying to kill democracy within his own party. So yeah. So okay. and that and guy is the prime minister. Greatly dirt, eh? That's that's but the that's whole thing the was the dirt file dirt. that Sam Desiari came up with was yeah one night he was maggoted that was uh, pretty bad I guess I mean he's a Christian but that, that's that all much. we need yeah that's what? all they needed that can't be right and then they were just like the right. Boris Yeltsin of the Shire you know that kind of that stuff. can't be right no that's what happened it's a little piece of history for you Miss that's life. illegal the more bro. you know eh? that's illegal what to do that. I don't know if, well, yeah, I guess it is illegal. Sort like, of. surely people would have complained. Punished. People would have been like, clearly he won. 
Nah, because they made like people a don't whole care thing and about it. all that really happens. Even How? like it'd just be someone like me, I suppose. Like, oh, you shouldn't do this. Really? Yeah, well, I'm going to be prime minister. Pre-selection. Anyway. Okay, well, there you go. But that's pre-selection is different to the general election oh, because pre-selection is, pre-selection is all like, like about smoke and mirrors kind of. It's thing. all like party in it. So basically, it was obvious that Scott Morrison was the chosen candidate for the you know the oligarchs oh. and the party bigwigs, and so they were oh, trying dude, to get him into power that, any which way possible. Did that happen a lot though? Does that happen a lot? It probably does, right? In politics, I like behind the, you know, like. Well, you know it's classic I mean? branch stacking with right. an added twist of the branch stacking didn't work and so <laughs> they removed him anyway. That's, that's, I feel <laughs> fucking bad for that guy. Imagine that. It's like you live your whole There's life. safe seat for life. But, he but, won that safe seat for life, still got taken away. Yeah, like your whole life leads up to like. You know, leads up to your political career. You, you study politics. You go into politics. You like put everything into the the, well, the let's party. Be honest, he's literally probably studied real estate. Okay, yeah, he's probably like a fucking real estate. And why? Because yeah, true. But that's their version of a political science. That's their version of yeah. yeah. So like, he still got there. They just took it away. And from only him. because he's basically Kevin Hart in the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> he's our Kevin Hart. You, whatever your fucking name is, you're our Kevin Hart. <laughs> yes. Just as famous as Kevin Hart too, whatever the fucking. And name was is. it only because John Howard probably likes Scott Morrison's curry more than that, more than falafel? Which or is whatever? ironic because that guy's ethnic. You'd think he'd make better curry than fucking Scomo. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what forced them to like get Jesus. rid of that guy, but poor man. Poor guy. He's still salty about it. What? What did Kyle and Jackie O say about be. it? He should be. They were like, it's this is insane. It's like reprehensible. This is crazy. Really? Because he won. By eighty-two to three, like that's, you know, this is that's ri- that's ridiculous. Like because then look, Kyle, I heard him today saying it's, it's just because he's got goldfish memory. But he was talking about how no one was talking to him at the summit, and he was going, oh, "This is just mean." Someone talked to the guy. <laughs> this is equal the take we deserve. This is the take we deserve. This is like Come kind on, of equivalent to like. Hillary versus Trump. Trump wins 51%. Hillary wins 49%. And the winner is Gary Johnson. (laughs) Who the fuck's Gary Johnson? Exactly. He was one of the guys that was running as well. My candidate was fucking Shucky Day. And that's that. What's his name again? Oh, yeah, yeah. But failing that, you would have loved Gary Johnson. Okay. Well, Shucky Ducky Day was my Shucky Ducky candidate. Date. Right on. I'm glad you're keeping him alive because he most certainly did not. And what is amazing about it as well is God. he could have very easily kept himself alive. We don't All know. he had to do Come was on. wear a mask. It might have been something else. You never know. We it could have just been a normal flu. It could have been a normal flu. Oh, people die normal flus all the time. You know how many numbers? The flu just disappeared overnight. Where'd the flu go? Yeah. Where like is the autopsy? His ghost saying that, looking through the fire. Damn straight. I don't straight. buy This has been tampered. Damn with. straight. <laughs> well, look, but I ate a lot of pizza. Surely yeah. that should have subsided. I did have type 2 diabetes. Uh, could have been that, but I still... Maybe it was that. <laughs> oh, my God. What's his name again? Wesley look, Pipes? Yeah, Wesley Pipes. Wesley Pipes. Look him up, everyone. All right, look, uh, Jordan, did you, here's another interesting... Look him up, everyone. Here's another interesting pressure on Scott Morrison. So uh, these couple of guys in Torres Strait Islands 
are launching a lawsuit against the Australian government based on rising sea levels. And they're getting this off of... I like their chances. But they're getting this off of like this playbook in Jeez. the Netherlands where these people sued the, uh, the government. <clears throat> Why would you sue the Netherlands government? Because they're they the only ones carrying this team. They weren't harsh hmm. enough. And... The court, harsh enough. The court mandated. They don't know how easy they've got it. Yeah. Like, I'm on Netherlands side. <laughs> but yeah. how crazy is this? The court the mandated the government wait, to wait, reduce wait. carbon emissions. Oh, really? Yeah. The court. The court said that there's no choice because you have can, an obligation to protect individuals the court can under the legal system and rising sea levels is hampering this community. So you're failing their basic human rights and that's illegal. So you have to uh, reduce uh, carbon emissions by this date, by this percentage point. Didn't some pesky kids in Victoria try and pull this and then the Liberals went, Wales. okay, noted, New South Wales. I think it was New South Wales, but I might be wrong. They might they be. They noted and then the next day they approved a coal mine. <laughs> noted. How good? <laughs> noted. Julie noted. Julie noted. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, they're not lying. <laughs> Technically it was duly noted. <laughs> Uh, fuck. It was noted, not duly noted. Oh, yeah. What does duly noted even mean? Duly. Yeah, what does duly noted mean? I always just thought it meant lazily noted. I just thought it meant like, I didn't even, yeah, I thought it meant like, I thought it meant nothing. I thought it was like, it sounds more fancy than noted, you know, just saying like, we did it as soon as we heard it, we wrote it to paper. You know what I mean? Is that what it is? I don't know, but look, can someone just tell us? What does duly noted mean, whoever's watching? Banmore says, "Leave Julie." Let's leave out of Julie this. out of it. Fair, <laughs> Julie. Yeah, we've been giving Julie a rough ride. <laughs> but ba but Jordan, based on that Netherlands template. Oh right. Maybe, okay. 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 What? Okay. <laughs> That's even better. What is it? Julie noted means in due time. That's <laughs> <laughs> so right. It yes. was Julie noted. It was Julie noted. Yeah, there you go. And the sooner they were. Due time is 2030. That's when we'll note it. Hey, no, 2050. It's, get it's it right. Some, it's 2050. They've got 30 years to get their act together. But I'm I'm optimistic about this case because the pressure has been mounting. Now they've got the Netherlands precedent, which does not apply to Australian law. But uh, the judiciary will look into cases internationally because this is an international issue. Who knows? Mm-mm. I'm, I'm not saying that they'll do the same thing as Netherlands. Well, they'll mandate exactly what percentage point to decrease carbon <laughs> emissions by. But there might be even further pressure on him. Do you think that's a good thing? I mean, part of me is like, fuck so, it, fair, isn't it? I don't know. Is the Torres Strait Islands nice? Or is it like, yeah, is it, is it, is it just like islands. Fiji? Yeah. yeah. Like Fiji. Yeah, is yeah, it? yeah. It's paradise. But they're losing. Damn. Yeah. I bet you it just doesn't have as many nice resorts, though, to go to. Uh, that's like a, a good third thing. less. That's a right. third less, yeah. right? Not enough for me. Yeah. I'll be going oh. back to Fiji yeah, again. Not Thank you very it. much. Not yeah. <laughs> Investing money in this country. <laughs> that's a weird question. Why do you want to know how many hotels are there? No, I just want to know. Like, is it is it a holiday destination? Because oh, it's always yeah, just sure, this for sure, dude. Is it? Dude, even if it's got one of those fucking, you know, a drape pulled over a couple of logs and a hungy. What the fuck else do you need? I would like an air conditioning unit there because it's it's humid. Come on, yeah, but like too that's much, too much, much. To way too much. All right, yeah, you maybe go in the ocean. <laughs> I I hope they never get air conditioning unit because that's going to attract people like us, and then it won't be such a heaven. It'll be 
A bar. Dude, come on. Air conditioning in, in any of those islands just feels wrong to me. It's like, it's nice, but it's like, we just brought the West. It's like, dude, if you're hot, just go for a swim. It is a pretty easy solution. It's such an it's easy solution. It's not the easiest solution. It's not the easiest, but maybe <laughs> we can forego that when we're not in our homes. I love that. Well, I have to go to a place where my temperature's the same at home, the food's the same, the people the same, the TV's the same. Why are yes. you going there? The coconuts well, are to better. Get food poisoning, obviously. Now, because be- meat gets a lot more rotten a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, That's why yeah. I spent five grand. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. people can be different <laughs> as long as they're serving me cocktails. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I that kind yeah. of tourism sucks. It's when it, you they like escort you away from all the poverty you know into is? like this like secluded resort. You know what it where is? Where you lie next to a pool and given like cocktails. It, I don't it, knock it until you tried it. I don't mind yeah, it. I it say. This is what it is. It doesn't suck, but it feels kind of wrong. It just feels yeah. wrong. It, it is. Like yeah. you're sitting there drinking a fucking Western pink shitty drink in like a, a Meriton. People are getting paid nothing that worked and there. And you talk to The you. beach is there. And you're just like, what do you want to do tonight? It's like, let's watch Batman Returns. It's like, yeah. you just feel like, yeah, it's, it's fun, but it's like, it's just, it's and the wrong, guys, dude. It is wrong. And it's you know what else? You, you know what always, what I've been one of those destinations. <laughs> I agree with you, yeah. There's a point where I just see a few too many fat kids at the pool. Mm. And I think, I, I'm exactly. sorry, that, that is one step back from the air conditioning in your yes. own It's like the, the ocean is there yeah, and it feels better than the pool. It's what are you, I know. <laughs> what are you, is it because there's just literally zero resistance of any form of wave whatsoever? Yes. Is that, no fucking that exercise. One. And it's also, and, and like you get club sandwiches delivered to you at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, I'm sorry, but there's something. Yeah, but all the kids, I want chicken nuggets. Uh, yeah. Why Dinosaur are you getting pampered? Yeah. You're you getting, you're getting, you should be in fat camp. You're getting nuggets. <laughs> In fucking at a place on the other side of the world, and, and and your parents eating spaghetti carbonara on the beach, yeah. where there shouldn't be such thing as cream in the first yeah, place. Cream, should, cream shouldn't be in Fiji. Just no. fuck. Oh my god. Yeah. If you're having spaghetti carbonara, I'm going this far. I hope you get food poisoning. Me too. I hope you. It's do. just fuck. It's like you just eat one. Just just uh, it does my head in. And I did it. I did it. But I fe- it felt wrong. It's like by the end, I was like, eh. I'd, ra- I'd rather go and like, yeah, go with the people, man. Like, And the poor guy that has to serve you food getting paid is enough. one of the highest paid people. Yeah, it's sad. In the country. In the country. And it's in the <laughs> Prime salary, minister gets a bit more. Yeah. yeah, And the salary is still lower than like poverty oh, wage. Yeah, it's really brutal. It, it, it's, it's actually, that's the thing that's fucked with COVID. The people that like that. 80% tourism is there fucking... And the one Aussie guy who's running the entire show, you ask him, why is this guy paid so little? He's like, yeah, free market, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah is, you're right. It is brutal, man. There was the, well, the well-kept rugby field that you walk out at night and there's like 600k in toads oh. on it. You think, you're getting a free ride. I know, dude. The, I, I remember when <laughs> I went... You get it easy. I remember when I went to Fiji with my, with my <laughs> ex and like... Eating a, it was like a full continental breakfast, which like in itself, it's just a bit like, eh, I don't know. But like, it was like everything subpar and it was like a coffee machine. You get whatever you want, pancakes, cereal. They made like full English breakfast, coffee, like coconut water, juice. But it was just that it was, a the food was a metaphor for how the, I assume the people felt that worked there. It, it was food. It did the job. 
but it, it was just like watery, lackluster, no real vitamins or nutrients, just kind of flown in from probably like London on a frozen it was it was just like it was just felt wrong waste. it felt so wrong it felt so wrong and all the waste <laughs> is leaked into the ocean oh, because there's geez. very little regulations of the country oh it's yeah dude it's uh, so the coral reefs that you're going to see in fiji you are destroying them because of carbonara <laughs> Oh. Oh. Hey, the shittest of the pastors. The nail in the coffin. The shit. You're, you're, you're destroying the world for your right to have the shittest of the pastors. Like, like, fuck. Your kids have one better on you. Spaghetti bolognese is better. <laughs> just, can we it just, is. Man, we have to make spaghetti carbonara illegal. Someone well, has uh, I'm not talking about having it here in Italy. That's a different story. That's then I'll just eat it every day you without. Think it's guilt. okay, even there. Yeah, yeah. But if it's done well, it's great. But if it's done in a resort, you know, carbonara is not supposed to have cream. It's supposed to have egg yolks. There's no cream in carbonara. Well, see, that makes a lot of sense because I was just like, why am I having dessert and dinner combined? It's not supposed to have cream. It came to the West, and they were just like. The Italians were just like, you whip up some eggs and put it in lay second and it binds it. Yes, it's actually not even that heavy. It's like quite light. And then it came to like, I don't know, probably America. I think the Americans Americanized and it was like Italian-American. They're like, yo, let's just use heaps of cream. And Twinkies. And, and bacon, yo. And it's like, let's not do that. Yeah. Why? Why? I bet you, you, you Epic Meal Time invented that. Oh, fucking definitely. <laughs> That's really Chef Boyardee. But anyway. Well, no, is, you raise a really good point there, Miss. <sighs> yeah, Spaghetti carbonara does suck. That's That wasn't my point. My point is it sucks. In Fiji. Most of, most of, <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> Damn. You've got to get the nuance with this, man. Yeah. Okay. Won't let it slip by. We, yeah. we do have to mention this. And I think Jordan oh would God. probably have the yeah. most to say about this. I don't think he knows. But No, he knows. Uh, Alec we Baldwin. had a very sad incident recently. Alec a legend Baldwin. is no more with us. Oh, Bert yeah. Newton passed away. Yeah, that is actually so sad. I'm so sad about that, but I'm happy that I got in one more Bert Moonton reference just before he went. Really? Did you? I hope his face is actually up in the sky now and he's just sitting up there being like, Good night, Melbourne. Why the fuck didn't they put his face on the opera house? That's what I want to know. For a week. It should have been the moon. It really should yeah. have. They should have, should have etched should have. it into the moon. Elon Musk should have been like, I think it's the only appropriate thing to be done. Just etch it in the for fucking moon. Someone yeah, that let's look at the scenarios. For a foreigner who may or may not be on this table that is not very aware of Bert Newton's work, Shame. is only aware of the name, really. Can you give me a description of what I shall never experience, unfortunately? Better, yeah, but let's do an act out. Let's do this. Okay, I'm aware of it. Can I be more like, I, I, Yes, we can, right. but also I need to say this. Bert Newton, celebrating a 40-year career of pretending to kiss a man on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it works for me. Thousands upon thousands of dollars for doing it. But also, somehow... Went into serious debt. What was that oh. all about? What happened there? I didn't know that. How are you? He went into serious debt? Yeah, you're like Johnny Carson in what? Australia. And then there was a point where it was just like, Bert doesn't need this. And that's why he went on <laughs> <laughs> And that's why he did Good Morning Australia for 11 really? years. Really? I didn't know that. I thought It he was did. really sad, but he, he, he 
did it in class. He came up one day and he just goes, I know what everybody's thinking. Everybody's thinking he used to be the king of the tonight racket and now he's doing morning television. Surely the next thing after this is death. And then the newscaster came in and goes, as always, he was right. You know, like some kind of response like that. What, you guys seem to be uh, very jovial about this man passing sorry. away. So was just, he you a can't joke? not be happy thinking about Bert Newton. I'm sorry. He's it's a just funny like, man. Like, yeah. He was funny when he was trying to be funny. And he was funny Even funny when he was trying to be serious. When he was trying to be like, yeah, he's just a So funny. he was like he was a not, Johnny Carson was, type He was character. not serious yeah. about anything except magnet yeah. mattresses. It wasn't anything. <laughs> Ali, this is the thing, right? <laughs> I didn't know about the debt situation. And that admittedly makes it funnier. But I didn't know that. <laughs> but he, this is what's the good thing about him is that he was on like a, like, he, like Jordan said, like a daytime, um, the fuck would you call it and it was a fucking three hour long infomercial it was just one of these shows for for housewives to sit there and talk to, and to listen to him talk about on on radio talk back no, no no radio? tv tv, TV. channel 10 good morning australia talk to i think he talked to d-grade celebrities that was it. it wasn't the news but then weirdly because he was a hangover from a golden age of television yes every now and then on morning television he'd be like all right, uh, today we have one of the boys from Cheese TV coming in, and then after that, if we've got time, Johnny Cash could fly by for a second. It really? Was, it was weird. That's yeah. right. Every once in a while, it There'd was be like some the guy from yesteryear Hollywood yeah. Titan. Yeah, like like just Ke- coming Ke- in Keith and Richards. just being like, "You still got those martinis with the umbrellas in it?" Because <laughs> do we like, have that? No, we don't have the budget for it. Sorry. Because anyway, he was mates with them? Mattress. Is it? Was he like a Kyle <laughs> type figure? That was mates with all no, the Hollywood no, 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 no. Yeah, he was mates yeah. with everyone, but he was he was, he was he, so charming. He was from yeah, he was just from a time past where like at award ceremonies you wore a, a, a suit and a tie. The tie had sequins on it; it was glittery, and that was a big deal. But the thing that was funny about the daytime show was like it was it was undeniably a low quality program because after every <laughs> after every it. after every guest he was like now here's moira and there was a fucking infomercial for a blender for 40 minutes like that happened that was half the show hours upon hours of some chick being like when i'm cutting up my grapes i don't sometimes you know when they slip out and you cut the top of your finger off it's just a bother isn't it? it's like oh it's a bother for everyone not anymore though with the grape cutter 1000 simply apply the grape to this fucking steel grate and bob's your auntie oh my god and how much does it cost just four small payments of 59.99 moira <laughs> you can't pass up on this offer you heard it here first people yeah it was fucked that was fucked but I think that we all sat around waiting for it to come back to Bert Newton because every 10 times, he didn't push the envelope ever. He was a showman through and through yeah, from a yesteryear time. Yeah, for sure. And in fact, while they were <laughs> announcing his, uh, you know, seismic career, they go from radio to nighttime television to morning television and then graced us with musical theatre. That was... What? Really sad that that was you know that was the king of television, <laughs> and then that was supposed to be like the nice bookend of his career. Just what he did musical yeah, side by side with none other than Robert Mills. What did he but, do? Huh? Don't tell me he chucked a fucking Alan Jones and did Annie. I think, and don't quote me here, 
but I think he was the wizard in Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it like oh my God. I think we all hung in because he didn't push the envelope too much, but he did have a little cheeky side. And every now and then, after Moira would be saying, you know, like, get yourself these new cappuccino infusers. All you need is water and it tastes like milk. And then it would come back and then Bert would just go, thank you, Moira, that looks delicious. Yes. Anyway, here's some actual ads. Yeah, he, would, some he, would, little- he, he would grill her. And how good's this? I specifically remember this. Because you would watch it if you were, uh, you would watch it if you you chucked a sickie and you were home from school because there was nothing else on TV. I didn't have Fox, so you didn't have to watch that. You know, it was like it was t- it was grim. But I remember, <laughs> I remember. He, but he got us through it. He did. He was the you navigator. He was the boatman in Haiti. He was. And Ali, <laughs> you're completely right. Anyone watching, you don't know what we we suffered so you could survive. But uh, I still remember it was the end of the it was the end of this. I don't know being on that fucking show for I don't know. 20 fucking years and and like it was it was coming to an end <laughs> and he started to up the ante in terms of how hard he was grilling moira and i remember it was a, a like for a week he grilled her hard this poor lady just does infomercial some like you know bullshit like blonde lady like i don't have a personality yay and he said um <laughs> he goes like this he would segue into, I only remember one, but he would segue out. It was all about, it was just segues. Basically, the show should have, should have been called Segway. Featuring and, um, Burt Newton. Featuring Burt Newton. And he goes, and, and some kind of, come, some oops, sweary, some guys come come in and it's just like, today it's like, so so what are these, uh, you know, Tasmanian seals about? And there's some like Steve Irwin guy. I'm like, they're this big they are. And I know if you get in the ocean with one, <laughs> we wouldn't have too much fun. And then Burt goes, yeah, lovely. Speaking of trained seals, here's another one. Moira. <laughs> Speaking of trained seals, here's another one for you. Moira. He just called her a trained seal. <laughs> and she can't Based she can't Bertie. she can't um come back because that was all pre-recorded. <laughs> no right of reply. Zero. Oh, and I remember seeing and that. she reply she, anyway? No. And I remember seeing that and just being like, a king. A king has left us. You know, it's so funny. Yeah, that was great. I still don't know if you guys liked him or you like him as a meme. Look, it's a fine line, yeah, dude. It's, it's a, hard to know. It's hard well, to it's know. the greatest praise anyone from Gen Y could give, which it is kind exactly of, what you kind of said. is, isn't it? It's weird. It's just like, <laughs> what a joke. Love him, you know. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah, it's like it's it's pathetic of our generation being like, oh, that Squidward meme printed on my fucking tombstone. Like, what the fuck is wrong with us? It was really strange though because the height of his career probably was the seventies and eighties. Yeah, which I didn't know anything about. Obviously, like I didn't even know he was. Dude, I thought he's. I thought he started his career on that show. I swear to God. If someone was like, who is this guy? Well, he just walked in at, what, 59? Yeah. And just, uh, I'm, I'm sitting down here. All right, roll the camera. That's pretty much what I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. You didn't know anything about him other than that? Nothing. So, you, okay, you didn't know that he was a television legend? No. Did you assume well, that I knew that. I saw him on TV. Sorry to on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. But... And that was the closest thing that we did have to a Tonight Show at that point. <laughs> I didn't know he did anything. 
Did he really? Let's be honest. Did he? What did he do before? What was his radio thing? I feel like he just he just did some no, awards. No, he did. Huh? He just introduced. He presented logies apparently. Yeah, he presented logies. Did that well, but that's all he did, right? That was it. He just he got into the. That's logies. actually no, the no, only he was way on the Tonight Show. There was a Tonight there was Show a toni- in Australia. There was a t- there was great. Well, hey, hey, it's Saturday, huh? Hey, hey, it's Saturday. <laughs> no, that was the weekend Tonight Show. We didn't have a Tonight Show. Yeah. Bullshit. It was black and white days. It was back when Australia had an actual industry. Oh, we and it was Graham that? Kennedy and Burt Newton. And if you go back and watch it, dude, I'm a big fan of Johnny Carson, but yeah. there was an American that they brought in after. Do you know about this? I was telling no. Ali about this. The big Graham Kennedy incident was he had two moments that were extremely controversial in his career. The first one was he's doing that bullshit little infomercial stuff that they had to do even at nighttime because it's Australia. Yeah. So prime time, they still had to do it. What? <laughs> yes. So what? It was just like, thank well, you, Keith Richards. Now here's Moira. Well, well, the rest <laughs> of the world was pl- playing like NBA finals and the Olympics. We were watching Blender ads. Yes. <laughs> yes. In between, That's really the good on the fly. Like they, they, it was, dude, it was friendly Geordies. It was friendly Geordies. They just... Go down and be like, go down to the op shop and get something. Hey, you, you got a little king hat. All right, we'll do a skit about being a king. Okay. It was really? just on the fly. They were unbelievably creative, good, both of them. That sounds good. Was, they were great. They, I, you go back and you watch it. and What year are we talking? 70s. Okay. 60s. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe the 60s. Then Burton Newton got his own show <laughs> after that with an American that they shipped in. Mm. And he was he was good as well. He was good. Right. But Bert Newton kept the show together. But... um. Graham Kennedy had two moments. One of them was the infomercial incident where he decided to make a taste tester of they had, I think it was dog food in one and then some other type of food that they were feeding him. And he was just... It is friendly, Geordie's. Yeah. And, and, uh, and he got it switched. <laughs> so then he tasted... <laughs> The actual food. So it was labelled like this is dog food. And then he ate the dog food and was going, oh, this is delicious. This is amazing. And then he fed the advertised food that he was supposed to be shilling. And he was like, bah, 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 and pretended to vomit on stage. And so obviously Kerry Packer cracked the shit. There was this massive meeting. Graham Kennedy went up and was like, well, I'm supposed to make people laugh. I don't get it. And I was just like, you don't get the sponsors of King here, mate. And they were about to kick him out. And then they saw the phones light up and everyone was like, I want the dog food. Get me the dog food. The one that tastes worse than that. No. And so it completely changed television in Australia because they realised that what happens in America doesn't translate to here. People like things getting taken the piss out of. Yeah. And then after that, the show got really loose but then in the 70s, when he really didn't start giving a shit, and apparently he used to just drink <laughs> a lot. Yes. And then he just goes up and he goes, hey, hey, Moira, I've got a bird impression for you. This is Graham Kennedy. And then he goes, this is a crow. And then it cuts to a picture of a crow. And then off screen, he just starts going, fuck, fuck. Everyone loses it. <laughs> And then he lost his job because of that. He spiraled Shit. into great depression because he was just like, hey, I'm not on show, bitch. What am I? You know, Shit. like, and so he had a really tragic life after that. Oh, my God. Bert Newton took over after that. Yeah. And that's where he shone. You're kidding yeah, me. Yeah. And so then he replaced him. He didn't replace him. He was the side act. He was the oh, so Andy Richter yeah, yeah, to yeah, Conan. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And then he became Conan after that. Whoa. But he, he had a much more 
commercially friendly. He was he was a Hamish and Andy of the eighties and seventies. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really safe. Yeah. But that's not and as I'm always saying, that's not an indictment on someone. I'm much no. I res, like I like the edginess of Graham Kennedy. That was great. But I also do think that it's amazing to have somebody there that's just so brand safe but can still be entertaining. Yeah, it's a skill. So we really have lost someone here. He had a great turn of phrase. It was pretty remarkable how quick the guy was. Mm-hmm. And there's just do you there's no one like him anymore. <laughs> it's really, that's what's sad about it. It's, just, <laughs> it's the industry. He's a, what? Go on, go on. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, continue. Yeah, no, no, continue, continue, continue. <laughs> I just remembered one of his best gags. <laughs> do you remember the... <laughs> You remember, for he, by the end, he started to wear a hairpiece. And then sometimes for the gag, someone would just be like, say, say something about like, oh, yeah, something about hair. And then he, sometimes be like, huh, and just pull out some of his hair and just give it to him like, here you go, just a clump of hair and just fucking give it to <laughs> <laughs> No, this one as well. This one. Uh, I think it was the Logies being like, I'm just uh, so nervous up here, if you excuse me. And then he took his hairpiece off and then started using <laughs> it as a handkerchief. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> so he was a funny man, all right. No, he really Dude, you know what? was. I'm going to go back and watch him. This is a classic Burt You should too, you gag. should watch some of his shit. I think, I think a lot of his humour was just constantly alluding to, is he a homosexual or not? back in the day when you just weren't allowed to be a homosexual, right? Yeah. And there was just always these kind of gags, like with the Logies, where one guy came up to get the Logie, I can't remember who it was, with his co-host who was a woman, and then they give each other a kiss, and then Bert Newton goes, may I? And then she leans in for a kiss, and then he goes to the man, he's like, come here, you. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good guy. Original (laughs) Borat. Yeah, yeah, the original Borat, exactly. And he kind of was, actually, because that was his secret source. It was both him and Graham Kennedy, they understood that, which is that, what is it? Nothing, nothing. His phone was vibrating and I was getting it. Oh, ah. Go on. Yeah, go on, go on, sorry. He understood the secret source of live television, which is that it's great when things are going wrong. So they used to have this little... That's what was so good about their dynamic. They used to try and trip each other up constantly. Right. And that's what created the moments. But, yeah, the, the, the overarching thing that's sad about it, I think, is that he was the product of an industry in Australia that actually had an entertainment industry as opposed to just exactly mm. what you're talking about now, which is just these bland characters that sit there and go, Oh, so the Queen's got some nice photos of herself there. This lovely hat. Yeah. All right, now we'll go into the ad and uh, we'll come back and talk about the Queen some more. Uh, That's morning television now. Yeah. Yeah. But they had skills back then that were developed from years and years of being able to screw up on television with a professional crew around them. Mm. And so I don't think that we'll see another Burt Newton in Australia, which does actually... It's, it's nice to have those people around. Yeah, man. It, it's sad. It's, and this industry. is the other thing as well is that it's amazing because, say my mum, for instance, was a punk in the 80s and there was that massive cultural divide between people that had mullets and listened to Michael Jackson and people that were like, that, sh- that sucks. <laughs> I know, people with mohawks that say, fuck Michael Jackson, that's mad. <laughs> those people, right? Even those, the punks, they're just like, yeah, fuck everything, fuck the system. Oh, Bert Newton tonight's on? Sick. 
<laughs> so <he laughs> Everyone loved him. Bipart- no one hated that man. Bipartisan support. Bipartisan bro. support. You just you can't find a character like that anymore. No, he was. Well, that's yeah. that's sad. But like, at least this was the best uh, homage to Burt Newton. Probably well better than fucking Channel Seven's. Better Fuck. than Channel Seven. What? Was Channel 7 just like, he was only here for two weeks. There's nothing to note to say. No. Just forgot his entire stint on Channel 9. For, well, you know that whole thing of just kind of like, they're like, here's him on radio, here's him on TV, and here's him on daytime TV. Okay, it's been 70 seconds. Truly missed. Coming up next, a puppy born in the suburbs of Queensland. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Hey, and this uh, is, I'm going to move on to a puppy. Oh, okay. All oh, right. No, no, no. Come on. Give it out. Close enough. This is actually, this, this would be a good question for um, your self-help channel. But I was reading this news story and it made me think. So the, the, the most... Uh, the woman that was swiped the most on Tinder in the world, so most people swiped I like this woman on Tinder, came out... Did she have an ace? I'll show you a picture, but in a second. Not yet. I know you're curious. Uh, And you shouldn't be. But anyways. (laughs) uh, She says that she could not find love on social media or any of these dating apps. And she eventually found her partner through like meeting them through a mutual friend and everything. And it makes me think, how can a woman that had the most variety in the world, she was contacted by Tinder to tell to tell her that you are the most liked person on earth and she couldn't find a boyfriend on any of these dating apps. Tell how me the it really shows work? you the talent that's on dating apps, doesn't it? Well, so this was her point of view. She was saying that I might have gotten the most amount of likes or whatever, but most of the people on Tinder, most of the men on Tinder are just looking for sex. Mm. And so it's actually, and when you actually look at the, um, the people that are on Tinder to actually find a stable, uh, a, a connection with someone, the section is very, very tiny. So even though I'm the most popular person on Tinder, Tinder has failed me. And I eventually had to find a boyfriend through other means, which was retro. How does that work? What do you mean? That makes perfect sense. That's how it works. Well, that like, is how she, it works. But yeah. imagine this is like being at a buffet and you get all the dishes in the world and you can't find one that you like. It's, 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 it's the human because psychology. I think you're actually... Option paralysis. That's what it is. Is it option paralysis? Because I have looked at Tinder from a woman's perspective and this is every guy. I've been to Machu Picchu. That's pretty mad. Uh, I don't think anyone else has been to Machu Picchu, right? That's the <laughs> highlight of my life. I right. went to uh, Harvey World Travel once and took the first option. <laughs> uh, I like Great Northerns. That's pretty quirky. And, and here's, here's a big one. Here's a big one. You ready? I like to relax. <laughs> <laughs> but that can't be the entire world's population. It's 99%. It's a lot. There's not that much variety on Tinder. Are you saying that that's just a Tinder issue or that's just most guys are like that? Most guys are like that. But it's the Seinfeld point of 80% of the population is undateable. And they're all on Tinder. So I think that that's... She's absolutely right. If you want casual sex, that's the place to go. Absolutely it's the place to go. Or if you're me and want to match up with lots of... Uh uh, trans people over and over and over. It's also good for that too. 
Yeah. <laughs> but that's like why I you're said, not the most, sex. R- the most liked person yeah. on Tinder. Because Second your subject is 70% transsexual. <laughs> yeah. It's just, but not even knowing. <laughs> Matching with the same. Well, like, uh, dude, it's, it's, it's most of your problems in life. They all stem from this well, one then, point. Okay. You live in Newtown. <laughs> if you moved anywhere else, you might That's actually. That's not how it matter. works. That's not how Tinder works. It's just like. What? So you're getting people from Blackheath, are you? For sure. Yeah. No, he's not Wollongong. Is it that one chick that's always coming up who's like, I like rim jobs? Nah, but miss, <laughs> is it miss, that one? You know what it is? Because <laughs> I, I, I don't think that that's going to be the love of your life. And let either. me tell you something. <laughs> You might get a woman on Tinder that lives in Wollongong, but you should know that she might not be the best one out there because she has set her range to like 200 kilometers. Most high demand women and men would set their uh, limit to like 10, 20Ks. Oh, okay. So you're probably not getting there. But my question is, Jordan, and this is why I'm saying it's a self-help question. How the what do you tell young people that are looking to date? Like, how do you do it? Do you avoid dating apps in general then? No, my big piece of advice, if you want to, even if you just want more success on Tinder as a guy, I can't really speak to girls because it's basically just walking into a club and you have your choice of every guy in there, which is pretty much the same, except for replace the great Northerns guy with somebody that sort of says a lot more, hey, baby. But, um... My advice to men always is make sure that you stand out. You will be hated by 95% of the female population, but you will be liked by 5%. And that is a lot higher than most guys' success rate on Tinder. I get that. That's to get laid. My question is... But it's also because you're really... I think that what people are always doing, and this is a huge misconception that I see all the time, is people on Tinder are not really honest about it. They're actually trying to make themselves part of the herd. They're mm. trying to make themselves as stock standard as possible. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But I'm, I'm, I guess my point is, and I think I'm like speaking, and Miss Love, you can back me up on this. I'm speaking to a lot of the guys out there because clearly after reading her profile, it seems that a lot of the guys are just on it to have sex. And it's like a conquering thing for them where they're trying to uh, they're trying to have sex with as many women as possible. Right. And look, I'm not going to deny that when I was in the dating scene, there's uh, there's an attraction mm. towards going that path, mm-hmm. but it's not really fulfilling. So it's like a loss for the guys as well yeah. because they're not really happy. Is they this, might have a sorry, better body count. Yeah. Is this Amy? Who? Is Amy from high school? Is that your first girlfriend? A dancer? I don't think it is. No, she's from the US living in Scotland. So she has right. nothing to do with the Like She looks so... I don't know. She looks exactly like this girl from our high right. school. Exactly oh, like her. I don't know. I wonder um, why she was the most liked. Because I see her and yeah, I think, me. wow, a girl. <laughs> I don't know, but I was expecting it to be some Brazilian chick yeah, that was just yeah, like, yeah, right. "Am I Kim Kardashian? No, I don't know English well enough." <laughs> I thought that'd be it, dude. Dude, the thing, this is my thing, right? I th- I've lost complete faith in all dating apps. Hinge is p- supposed to be a little bit more tailored towards relationships, looking for a relationship. Bumble clearly is, because well, no, it's not. Bumble's just sexist because women decide. <laughs> but it seems like. Uh, most of the guys, even on those apps, because she was talking about it wasn't just Tinder. She's done all dating apps. 
most of the guys are in it just for the casual thing, which oh. is making me think See, that I maybe think these dating apps are not good for either one. It's not good for the man who's not happy because they're constantly chasing um, like satisfaction less sex. And it's not good for the women because they're constantly getting fucked over. It's, it's, no, 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 no. it's women it's, too. It's women. good for a really tiny percentile of men. Definitely. But right. why? It's not... Be, uh, uh, Jordan, I don't think their life is satisfying if you're constantly chasing meaningless sex. Maybe for like yeah, well, a year or two of your life, <laughs> you think that that's awesome. But no, in the long run, yeah, you you're not going to look at that time and be think that, oh, I was a very happy individual. You might not regret it because... We're like men and we like the idea of impregnating as women, many women as possible. But it wasn't a necessary... Your happiness usually comes from a stable relationship. Mm. Well, this is one thing that I heard. Actually, a girl that I know that has no social media presence whatsoever, she went viral on TikTok. Really? By just pointing out this one observation that you just can't unsee once it's pointed out. This dance is funny. <laughs> What dance? I'm just imagining. Oh, like, right. <laughs> She's done it. Finally. Someone uses TikTok for some use. Um, Research. It was... Uh, <laughs> it, it, it was... A third of men put in their profile, I'm looking for a girl who's open-minded. What is that? That is saying... You are in it for the sex, straight up. There's, it's you may as well just say, "I'm here for sex." There is no game in that at all. But there, that's that's a good thing because at least that way the women that want that will go for that guy, and the women that are looking for actual relationships but you know who don't go for him. You know who are those open-minded women? They're already Smash. in a relationship, and they're just like, "You want a three-way?" Also, that, that's it. Oh, really? Also, that uh, I have seen. Many people with uh, that have gone through poly, is it called polyamorous relationships, mm-hmm. open relationships? Yeah, they've all failed. Mm. Fine if you want to try. I'm not saying it's like wrong. I just think I think you have to be like an esoteric artist for it to work properly. <sighs> Look, maybe, but even then, it's going to be hard. <laughs> Dude, this is a great one. What? Oh my god! Say the name. <laughs> give him their shout out. Shout out Ali Barnett, who said most men's bio is. Here for a good time, not a, a long, long time. time. Most well, oh. someone listens to Drake and wears their cap backwards. Damn. And women too. That's like a... But you're right. Is it's it? almost like you're but trying th- this to... This is the whole thing. In. It's the same yeah, thing with women. Like, with is. Men. I went through that shit, dude. I've, that, yes, it's women That's his too. bio. That's his bio. Like, I saw it. It's just over and over this. Over and over on Tinder. I work in construction and I'm beefy. I am be- should just basically be dating a brick. But I can afford Terracash. There's that. Yeah. That's the men. And then women is always like, I work in marketing and I have been to the Ivy before. That's most of them, right? This is is the problem too. Like, as I have sort of experienced a few times is that people, girls as well, it's just like you're continually leaving your options open. It's almost like careers. It's like, oh yeah, I want to do this, but this is my backup plan and I've got another backup plan. So it's just... People date seven people at the same time. And then it's just basically like that Cluedo game where it's like, does he make this much? No, he doesn't. Okay, <laughs> does he? That's what it is. And that's fucking so strange. Maybe, maybe what, what like 
kids and people that are looking to date and find and looking for relationships need to do is avoid dating apps and do it old school. I, th- I kind because of, first of yeah. all, that gets you women, so it actually gets you laid. Because if you've got the confidence to go up to someone, particularly in like the Tinder age, and just be like, "Oh, I like you," or I'm have a conversation with them and not be creepy, that's going to get them laid, and maybe it's going to help them find a loving relationship. Does that mean that it's still the tried and true method of people in the West hitching up for long-term relationships is our version of an arranged marriage, which is one mutual female friend going, just ask her out. Ask her, she'll <laughs> say yes, I've already asked her. Just ask her. Yeah, but actually this... this <laughs> That's this, how it works. I think it? so, This yeah. girl explained to me arranged marriage really well. She, because I told her like, oh, you're arranged marriage. Like, because look, I've lived in that environment. So I just think it's a bit of a drag and it's annoying. But for a lot of girls, particularly that are on Tinder and stuff, they love the idea of an arranged marriage. So I was like, why would you like it? Like, you've got no autonomy. You don't get to choose. But they're like, oh no, but like someone is vetting all of these people for me that I can go out on dates. Because for most women, their biggest concern is this guy is going to be a maniac or I'm just wasting my time. With arranged marriage, it's organized dates, right? So the, the 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 person has already been vetted by your parents and family. So you know he's not going to be a crazy person. You know he's not going to kill you. And so you, you're just dating without the back of your mind that you might actually suffer as a result of this. So, the, so like this white girl was telling me how amazing the idea of arranged marriage is for her in this particular context. Yeah, no, I think it's most it isn't most people are satisfied with arranged marriage, aren't they? I think it's pretty like high approval rate, which is crazy. I mean, it's not yeah, even like that crazy. More of them lost. I know that much, but that's also because they Family are pressure. mostly yeah in cultures where you don't get divorced that easily, anyway. Yeah. So Plus, you get a goat. Yeah, that's a bonus. You're <laughs> right. Why is anyone talking about every this? Time what happened to the dowry? Every time someone's leaving the house, they just look over over the over the, out of the window near the fence, and just like. Man, just like I can't leave Bert behind. Yeah, there's some negatives to it too. <laughs> you go out on a date and then you call your parents like, "Hey, mom, that's my cousin," <laughs> and you still marry him. Let's be honest. <laughs> Holy hell, dude! There's no difference between India and do androids dream of electric sheep? It's the same. What? what are you talking about? Yeah, how everyone has to have. Wow, this guy's got a genuine horse. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's like a. Yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah. yeah I'm yeah. um. I'm actually, yeah, I, I think they're right. That's probably the way to do it. Mm. Is maybe the best way to be in a long-term relationship is to have friends. Because you already passed the first tick, which is that someone has determined that you are socially acceptable enough mm. to date someone that they know. Mm. And you've already... Mm. You think? Mm-hmm. What are you saying? I never thought of that. It's so true. Whereas Tinder is kind of just this giant Venus flytrap of like, yep, yep, uh, income of 100K and gotcha, it's actually 50. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I lied about how much I like Kevin Hart films. I said I love them. I just really, really like them. <laughs> Conned. Conned. I'm Conned. <laughs> no, I like good movies. It the was Rock. okay when he said I like Mall Cop, but when he said I like Mall Cop too, I knew mm. I was in a sticky situation. <laughs> he said. I he also th- noticed this about Tinder. I, 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 this will blow everyone's mind, but fuck, there's a lot of tradies in Australia. 
Mm. Yeah, there's heaps of tradies. They've got a huge demand too. How can they have a huge demand when it's the entire male population? It's like being there's a soldier in the Middle versions, Ages. There's yeah. female versions of tradies too. What's female? Marketing. Marketing is the female well, version. Yeah, they could that. be PR. whatever, but they PR. like the idea of having... No, no, no. Okay. PR is the hot girl's job. Right. <laughs> yeah. Where do the undesirables go? The undesirables. Libraries. <laughs> do Where? libraries exist anymore? Maybe, Maybe I'm just imagining them. Oh, I'll tell you. Primary school teachers. You reckon? Yes. I would love <laughs> to date a primary school teacher. <laughs> Wait, no, I said primary. There's a reason why I, I know said why primary, you said primary in particular. I know why you said that. That was an inside joke. Uh, Either way, look, um, I don't know. I just thought that was worth talking about because the the woman who clearly has it all is saying she doesn't have anything. Girls, let yeah. us know. What's the hot guy's job? Dude, Tinder. Yes, let us know. I, know. I think Tinder, like, it's Tinder, so sad. They'll say a hot it's guy. It's gonna is be tradey. That just, has a job. Dude, Tinder, undesirables and desirables. Tradey. Definitely, Tinder. From my experience, is bots mainly. Most of the bios <laughs> I read from in Tinder, your experience, from my <laughs> personal experience, <laughs> I go on. I'm just saying. I'm just my anecdotal evidence is. Wait, wait. The most surprising thing ever. Ben Mo says I like musicians. <laughs> Yeah, who'd have thought? Far out. Well, um, that is revolutionary. But dude, electricians. Here's the fucking description in the bio of most people on Tinder that I see on Tinder, that I, that I, that I just see generally. This is, the, this is the bio. Ready? Go for it. I don't talk on here much. Here's my Instagram. What about this? Do you think this is also included? I'm mostly here for friends. I've well, seen what are you doing? I've here? seen no, that I, too. I'll tell you why that they're doing that. Because so, so, they so, address the same issue. So by saying that, they're trying to weed out all the people who are just in it for the sex. Yeah, but yeah. they don't. They Because <laughs> there's plenty of guys yeah, out there. you thought you pulled one over us. No, you have no, to no, wake no. up pretty early in the morning. Because we all know that the reason why you're on Tinder is not for friends. No. It's you're looking for Friends. someone that is not exclusively in for sex. You will find someone that is exclusively in it for sex, but can pretend not to be until they have sex with you. Mm. And that's what I'm saying. There's a very small percentile of men that have figured out the glitch in the system, which is that if you send seven messages instead of six in the back and forth of how was your day, what's your favorite color, you're going to get past the test. Yeah. Right? But there's very few men that have figured that out. But there is a... They're not putting in the investment. There is one more thing that I think for a lot of women might fall into, which is every woman wants a man or a boyfriend that's like in the hierarchy, either on the same level as them or uh, a, a few step or a step above them. Usually if you're that sort of... You've got you're good looking and you are one step above. You have an inflated ego and you're in it for the sex. The guys that might be good long term relationship material, you're not swiping right on them. You're swiping left on them because they're like, I like Dota two a lot. Mm. I'm guessing that's also what's happening. Do you know what happened to me? Uh, <laughs> do you know what happened to me the other day at a party? Our mate, who shall not be named. 
Are you listening? You like this? Yeah, I'm listening, but I'm not paying attention to you kicking me under the chair. Why? Because I'm going to be naming this friend of yours. No, 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 don't. No, he's coming out. Don't Go do, on. Don't do as it. As soon as I figure out who it is, I'm telling. No, don't. Go on. No. Jesus, <laughs> oh, we're on a Mexican standoff. I know. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> so this is what happened, right? This is what happened. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was being, I thought I was being quite funny because this person said, uh, "I love star signs." So I wrote, I wrote like you know to look really like, like, like s- stupid. It was just like you know you write something like small letter capital letter, small little capital letter. So it's like Bleh! I just wrote, "Watch your star shine," and then I showed my friend because I thought it was funny. To which point he grabbed my phone. And just started writing on my account on Hinge, but you can't take back messages. Listen here, bitch. I'm going to tell you straight. And just started abusing her. And then (laughs) I grabbed... And it worked. No, it didn't work. I grabbed the phone back and I was just like, that's... I mean, that's basically the end of the story. But basically, I might be uh, me too and and put in jail in a week for something I didn't do. (laughs) I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes, you do. Yeah. And now that's a man. And that's a man who ironically cuz we're the only 3 men on earth that even entertain star signs. Yeah. Every <laughs> I love it. Girls love it though. Girls love it. You love it. I'm on board with you it. You love yeah. it. I love, love star signs. Love, love it. it. You love it. Bored you bloody on the star sign New South Wales star sign Facebook board. board. Yeah, you're going Facebook in there. Thought I'd get a little more credit than that, but all right. Board. No, the official board. I suppose, that, let's be honest, they're not organised enough to have an actual board. Um, dude, but well, honestly, but no, I, I, I just apologised and then unfriended her because I'm like, Christ, I'm going to get dragged in the bushes here for once again for another incident of my that, that our dear friend has put me in. <laughs> French like Dij, eh? Yeah, exactly. And so this was at um, your illustrious Halloween party? Yeah. How was that? Other than um, being thoroughly humiliated yet again, thoroughly humiliating, tiring. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I had a great time, but it was also like I think I'm just getting old. Did you man. dress up? Yeah, yeah, I did. What did you dress up? As? I, I, I took I took a costume from him. Just some, just dude. Am I ever gonna get that back? Look, it's 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 a fifty fifty. That's a question. <laughs> and you work here. <laughs> I'll be honest I forgot I to bring it today I control your salary I But br- I still cannot Control I, 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 your returning I, I forgot to bring it today but uh, I wanted that evil clown outfit as well I'll I wanted bring- to do a parody Of that white rapper That did that song Clown World I'll bring it I'll bring it back But like dude This is what I'm realising Like I don't like Social gatherings Of more than four people Because this is what it's like And Andrew's over you here You have to go You have yeah, to go no, you have Yeah to, look It's like you have to go I like, love Victoria like, man <laughs> So how are you going? Like you just have to inflate yourself with like small talk, small talk, small talk. Anecdote. Have to be super interested. Small talk. Anecdote. Small talk. Yes, you bitch. Small talk. Anecdote. Small talk. Oh, it's a friend from high school that I haven't seen for eight years. Okay, I'll summarize my yeah. I'll summarize my last eight years of my life while being witty on the spot and and also uh, talking about it. Oh, you want to talk about friendly Ge- Geordies? Yeah, no, sweet. Yep. Assume I know shit about politics. No, assume away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have a doctorate in politics. Yep. Keep talking. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't host know. I don't. Of the primo <laughs> political <laughs> podcast. It's a country. 
Melbourne Sentient, still unironically calling him Dave Andrews. I, I, I know, no. I, yeah, I know who Dave Andrews is, and I call him Dave Andrews. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Make me feel dumb for not knowing enough about Paul. Yeah, no, just give me your opinions. No, no, no. Twenty opinions about some esoteric fucking senator in Queensland. That's not enough for me. I want thirty. Okay, next person. Oh, someone stole my phone. Oh, all my fucking alcohol. That's actually this is this is a problem I face too. This is a this is a genuine gripe where people and that's friends that's friends and assume (laughs) that we are you, and then they would start talking about stuff that only you are interested in, (laughs) and we are supposed to stand there like yeah, absolutely reprehensible that legislature. And that man in the very in the upper house of New South Wales Parliament, not a good man. And now I'm going to talk about that for the next hour because you think <laughs> Whoa, that's all I yeah, give a shit Ali, about. Ali, come on, come on, you can pull that off. I can pull it off. Miss Love can't. Hey, yeah, you're you're in a marked advantage in that dude, situation, I, and you really <laughs> shouldn't be conflating yourself with his plight, like trying to get on board with that pity party. Yeah, Sorry, you're not getting it. You know more than me, yeah. so you're <laughs> so, like, okay. Here's here's your big gripe. You don't care about it as much as you care about the esoteric inner workings of Holland's parliament, yeah. right? That's, that's, that's yeah. your anger moment there. It's just like, yeah, I like certain Westminster systems, but I like this one slightly less. No. All, what I want them to do is talk to me about all the stuff that's left out in the editing room at Friendly Joey's. <laughs> yeah. Come up to me and talk to me about that, and I would love it. Do, do, you know do what they I, do this? Do they do this? Here's something for you that I bet you didn't know. The headline of today's newspaper yeah. discussed. Yeah. Does that happen a lot? Yeah, and it's worse so when you haven't people, read so the know. newspaper. Dude, I saw... How is this dude. possible that you guys are getting all of this? And the, I, I know the answer. You it's just because no one else is in this Exactly. <laughs> you would get it too. Like, dude, I saw... Okay, I saw Chris Wood there, which is great. No. Dressed as Wes... Mitch w- himself. No, wait, what was his that's name That's a different... Uh, Vivian Wood. Yeah, Vivian. Viv, that's I right. I call him Viv. Did you call him Viv now or nah, you didn't dare? Uh, Looks he, too much he, like a bikey these yeah, days. Yeah, too much like a bikey. He's like 10 feet taller than me. I'm just like, I'm just passing that. You know? How is he taller than someone who's a Viking? <laughs> He's so tall. It's like, what? what, what is your background? Scottish and Irish. What, why are you so yes. tall? But dude, this and is why do you still have the face of a ten-year-old shoeshine? Yeah, dude. I know. <laughs> so, so he exactly. So he. This is this is how our conversation went. He was just like, "Really, man? What? He, God bless him." He's like, "What you guys are doing is so important." In the back of my mind, I'm like, "I'm not doing shit." But uh, okay, I'll just take that compliment. And he's just kind of just like, and then he and he, he went on a rant about like. Daniel Andrews, COVID, all this shit. And I just kind of zoned out looking away. Because these days I'm just getting antisocial as well. Like I like watching Bill Murray movies with a girlfriend that is an imaginary. I don't have one of those. So it's just (laughs) piles of clothes. And then I just watch it anyway. And Drink Alone, which is... I recommend it highly, anyone watching, especially if you're underage. Uh, <laughs> so annoying as well. He could easily have a girlfriend. Let's it's just he's a necrophilia. He just <laughs> needs... <laughs> so egregious. look like it's just been like, yeah, yeah okay, I, I, yeah, I can go on Tinder. I'm just going to get the mortician to reanimate my corpse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, listen, listen. So he said all of that, and I'm just like, you know, f- sort of phasing out, like staring off into the distance, and then like... You know, zoning out and then like kind of stop talking. And I just went like, I just, this is what I said. I just went, dude, 
you know what I do for friendly Geordies? He's like, what? And I go, have you seen the Greek neighbors video? <laughs> and then you know what he says? No. <laughs> At which point I just leave the conversation. <laughs> hey, you didn't mention jelly deals. No point. He no, said he hasn't he seen said, that. He hasn't seen that. He said no. And then I just went, I'm gonna go drink more on my like. You I see really my love pain? I, 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 Look, can you give me some? What is ten foot tall man boy doing now? Um, hey, look, we can discuss this on the up late. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll do we're that out later. Of time. But man, that's that's great. Yeah, you like we're that? Out of time. Like there was that. one more segment, but we might do it next week. Where are we out? What was the segment? Uh, Japan's royalty is hemorrhaging princesses because they're marrying commoners. <laughs> Not esoteric enough. Fuck. See, these are the things Thank that you. Ali wants to discuss. Yeah, that's what Just I take note of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And these are the things that do not keep me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you for joining us tonight. We will see you next week. And uh, bec- consider becoming a patron, a patron to listen to the up late. Do it. And if you already are a patron, did we ever mention that we appreciate you a lot? It helps me buy helps me buy vodka. No, seriously, thank you. Do you want to do you want to sing and us out Sinatra style? Thanks for the lash. Thanks for the show. Thanks for coming down with me and my bros. Take it away. You are truly guys that I know. And I'm glad because if I didn't, I'd have to go to those lame-ass parties <laughs> and pretend to give a shit about people that I went in maths class with. While they say, do you remember Mr. Shutterby? And I do, but I'd prefer to air that to thousands of people. (laughs) (laughs) Take it away. (laughs) Cause I'd like to do it my way. way.